I'm Nicole Story. I'm Oscar Duran, and this is Dating. And Other Paths to Suicide. Where we take a look at dating, relationships, and sex. So there's that. Bienvenidos. <laughs> there's an old show called Bien, uh, Bienvenidos in a Latin American show from Venezuela. Oh, cool. And it's called, Bien, they would say, Bienvenidos a Bienvenidos. Welcome to Welcome. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It <laughs> was a comedy kind of uh, sketch thing. Mm-hmm. It was my first exposure to comedy growing up. Nice. Yeah. And it was in Spanish, which is really interesting. Venezuelan variety shows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's exactly what it was. It was on Univision. Excellent. You're yeah. such a hipster. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I learned about comedy from Venezuelan <laughs> Univision. That's pretty good. So I'm That's pretty fairly lowbrow. That is. That is. How are you doing, Nicole? Not too bad. Are we on? Uh, yeah, I just started a recording. Holy hell. Holy Didn't hell. Didn't even tell me. Just seeing if you can get me to make a fool out of myself. No, 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 no. I just started recording. I can always start. Um, this was supposed to be off the record, Oscar. What, the, the Venezuelan show? What are you talking about? Uh, no, uh, so we're back. That we is. And uh, it's good to be back. It is good to be back. Yeah. Definitely. Li- life is good over here. You are know? you wearing an Apple Watch? I've been wearing an Apple Watch for a little while. Have you? That's I just like looked down at your wrist and saw like a text message. That was <laughs> the most incredible thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty fancy like that. Yeah, indeed. That you is know, fancy. I'm having technology envy. It's uh I've been wanting one for a long time. Yeah. And uh, I finally had enough money to get myself one. So you treated yourself? I treated myself. Heck yeah. Gotta yeah. treat yourself. Yeah. And uh, it's fun. You know, it's nice. It's really, it's helped me kind of detach a little bit from my cell phone. Excellent. What I found happening was that I would go to my phone for the time, which is, I mean, I feel pretty standard these days, mm-hmm. but I would immediately unlock and then mindlessly just completely just get just sucked in into an app or something else. Yeah. Instead, when I really just wanted to look at the time. Right. So now... I can just look at the time mm-hmm. and be like, oh, that's the time. That's awesome. And then not necessarily go into my apps. And if I want to see if I have a notification, I can look really quickly. Yeah. But I really, I mean, they can't do a deep dive on my on my watch. <laughs> I can kind of see like the first few profiles on maybe on Instagram and stuff like that. Or first few <laughs> pictures. I like that you have a term for it, a yeah, deep dive. A deep dive. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sales kind of research thing. We have like to look it. for b- valid business reasons to contact anybody. Excellent. So I have to a, a deep dive. Nice. So I, I can't do a deep dive. Uh, it still totally works. Right. <laughs> Whereas on my phone, like I get super lost. Yeah. And it's hard to come back. Yeah. I'll, I'll look at the time and then I'll, I'll be lost for five to ten minutes. I will go to look at the time on my phone yeah. and not even look at the time and just be on Etsy or doing some and other realize, stupid realize shit. I didn't look at the time. Yeah. And then I'll put my phone back down and I'll, my boyfriend will be like, so what time was it? And yeah. I'll be like... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I completely forgot, or I didn't even look at it. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even look at it. Like as soon as I pick mm-hmm. it up, there's a million other avenues that my brain's on besides the time. That's why I deleted all my social media and like yeah. apps and stuff like it's that. A, like, it's such a yeah. It's a time suck, and it takes away from the relationships we have face to face. Absolutely, it does. It does, and I think it also honestly breeds dissatisfaction and like unhappiness i think like yeah. spending too much time looking at other people and other people's lives and shopping and like all the things that yeah. we do on our phones like you know this like odd isolated socializing i think it really does breed discontent yeah yeah because we're always looking for that next thing like you know app gets boring click the next one like show me something entertain me you know well I mean? that's well, yeah i was you know I, i've been training some newer colleagues and ta- we're ta- was talking about uh, multimedia and the importance of like images and imagery in uh advertising and marketing and public relations and creating brands right yeah 
So I, I was I started using the example of social media and what it really is. And, you know, it's not just businesses selling to us. Mm-hmm. It's us selling our brand to the world. Right. Right. So what do I want people to think I'm doing? Who do I want people to think I am? Right. And uh, I'm going to be posting things that make me look a certain way. Right. How are you representing yourself right. to the world? Right. So, I mean, you can try to be very genuine in that. Uh, and yeah, you some profiles I'm sure are out there that are very kind of like that's who you are, absolutely. Right. Um, there are some that are not right. Oh no, the ones I see where it's just mostly selfies, mm-hmm. or it's um, which is great. I mean, I feel like it's important to love yourself, but, but not you, too much. But if you just like it's all pictures of you, mm-hmm. and every picture has you in it. In a selfie pose. Right. Or a selfie pose or just a picture of you doing something. Yeah. Which is great, you know, but I, I don't know. For me personally, and, you know, I like, again, I'm not going to judge. Everyone has their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels a little narcissistic. It is, for I, sure. You know, if I want to kind of sh- demonstrate my life, I want to demonstrate things that I'm doing, uh, people that I love. And, you know, yeah, I'm going to be in there. Yeah. But I, I most of my, I would say my posts have nothing. Don't have me in it. Right. You want to create a larger pit. Like you want to uh-huh. capture your world, not just you like the world as through the my, center of it. The world through my eyes. Right. Right. Your world. Right. Yeah. Not, not me looking in the mirror. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, I actually just watched that episode of Black Mirror about social media last night. Have you ever watched that? I've watched the whole series. Which one is it? It's the one that's got um, Bryce Dallas Howard, that cute redhead oh, chick. Oh, the first one. The first one of the the American ones. Uh, th- yeah. Yeah. I've never like really they, watched like, it. They give, give each other ratings and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. everywhere all the time yeah. like like they rate each other in person like point their phones at each other and yeah. like if your rating goes down low like you can't get a good flight and you uh-huh. can't like it was interesting it was yeah, really it, it, it was really, cool to watch not only is it like dem- like devaluing your self-worth mm-hmm. but it's actually devaluing you socially right and, it's and it's letting yeah it's letting other people control who you are yeah. and what your worth is and if you think about it like that way that's really kind of what it loosely is anyway like letting other people's validation control what you post like no. you know if you post a picture of something and it doesn't yeah. get any likes you probably won't post a picture like that again because it didn't get any likes you'll try to post other stuff that'll get you more you know what yeah, i mean it's yeah. just it's totally it's like backwards when, validation when, when women post pictures of themselves with a man Mm-hmm. get much less likes than mm-hmm. when they just post a picture of by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. That's and totally true. Right. Right. And that's it, a, it's a, and I've seen this on, and I've just run the experiment by looking at pictures that women kind of post mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll just look, I'll go back and look at the likes and be like, okay, just kind of just do, just do again, a deep dive, I guess. <laughs> a little bit of research. A little research. Some sample and just, collecting. Yeah. Just to <laughs> see like how often is this happening? And mm-hmm. yeah, as, um, and I've seen women posting this and talking about this on social media, specifically Instagram, that as soon as they started posting that they had a boyfriend, they lost a ton of followers. Oh, yeah, because it destroys the fantasy. I think a lot ah. of guys follow these women because they have a fantasy that at some point they might be able to fuck them. And Absolutely. so when they start posting pictures of a boyfriend, they're like, oh, well, not that's over. I'm yeah. not interested in anything she does anymore. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's also that very like narrow focus of looking at people. Like We only look at people for what we want out of them. We don't care who they are yeah which is fuck it's it's kind of it's gross it is it's very gross it's i haven't been on social media for a long time now and it's good and uh people honestly a lot of people saying like you hate white people and feeling offended and a mutual <laughs> friend of ours actually said you hate white people huh? yeah and she unfriended me and i was like hmm okay but what I realized... You're going to have to tell me who this is when yeah. we're not... Sure, sure. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, but what ended up happening was that 
I, um, I realized that my life got a lot better. And it's just very much how when I stopped drinking, a lot of like the the people that weren't good for me faded away. The bullshit falls away. Right. The same thing mm-hmm. when I started being more myself and true to who I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of those people started fading away. Yep. And ironically, a lot I got me closer to a lot of white people who weren't that way. Right. Right. And it was it was a specific type of white person. Mm-hmm. Um. And the 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 irony in that is that I love. I'm very partial to white people. <laughs> I'm very. I'm called the oatmeal cream pie. And, I'm the whitest, whitest Mexican anyone's ever met. I do not think you're the whitest Mexican I've ever met by right. a long shot. Not physically, not physically a, looking, but... You're a very medium Mexican. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. But I think it's more than anything, you know, and I, I, and I have a type as well. That's in the, true. That I date. So it, it just, it, it, I, find it, I find it kind of funny. Yeah. And then, um, but anyways, the, the people pleasing was the character defect. And I realized that as soon as I stopped, that's, that happened... I could be myself and I no, no longer needed approval from these people yeah. to really kind of be happy. Yeah. Right. And I started just giving less of a fuck. Yeah. You know, and I think um, it, it helped me dive a little bit into kind of being a little more true to who I am, at least right now in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel like right now I can't do a relationship because I'm still recovering because you're in radical self-acceptance right right <laughs> so i'm still doing processing a lot of stuff and that's from, good from past and stuff like that that's such a good thing that you're there and you're like happy to be there yeah i came to i came a lot to of people kind of a, skip that yeah <laughs> so i have a theory and i'll come to it in a second yeah. but you know what I, I i think it's um i a friend of mine told me that there uh he didn't tell me but he told uh, uh, a female friend of ours that maybe she was solo poly f- or um what is it? A relationship anarchist, mm-hmm. which is, you know, uh, undoing of kind of hierarchies. Yeah. And essentially, I like the solo poly idea because you're you're placing yourself. You're your own primary. Yeah. And there's no other primary. There's no. And once once it's you, there's no uh, there's no ranking of anybody else. Right. There's no secondary or third. Yeah. It's you and only you. And you date who you want and then you you create your boundaries for yourself. Yeah. So you're in a relationship with yourself. And I really I really enjoyed that. And I thought maybe I should kind of do that for a little bit. Maybe not so much title myself that. Yeah. But very much just kind of be like, you know what? Just be in a relationship with myself for a little bit. Yeah. Just do you. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then so the theory I came, came to maybe thought um, I, I've been floating around was that you after a relationship, you have the time. So not not. So you have the time that you're with that person plus a year from the time you break up. So re- regardless of like, say, if you've been with a person for a year, mm-hmm. it's a year from the time you broke up that you're going to be over. Yeah. Right. Even if you've been with that person for three months, it's still going to be a year from the time that you broke up with that person because from the time you started, uh, because it's going to be at some point in the future, you're going to have been with that person a year the year prior for like an event or a holiday or something. And that mm-hmm. person's still going to be coming to mind. I So like you, there needs to be a refresher, uh, a, a palate cleansing is essentially. So like, say I spend Valentine's day with somebody for a, and I'm with them for a month. Yeah. It's going to take me a year, not in the sense that to take, to get over them, but it won't be for another year that I'm going to be able to kind of fully be able to kind of commit to somebody else because that last Valentine's day, the next Valentine's day I'm experiencing I'm going to be thinking of my last one. It's going to be with that other person. Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting way to think about it. I don't know. I No, I, I also think like I've actually been saying this lately about like relationships and how we really dive in and say I love you and all that stuff way, way, way prematurely. Like I don't think that you really know somebody until you've been with them for a full year. 
Like, I don't mm-hmm. think the I love yeah. you should get said. I don't think anyone yeah. should move in. I don't yeah. think anything should get serious until you've spent a fucking year with that person. Yeah. Like, I really think that. And then on the flip side of that, after you break up with somebody, yeah. I think you need to spend a year with yourself to see who you are now and where it is that you need to move. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? And get to know yourself again and give yourself the kind of time that you would give anyone else you were trying to have a relationship right. with. Right. I totally agree with that. Yeah. 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 Because, I mean, things are going to come up and I'm going to be like, uh, oh, last year at this time I was doing this with the so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be it, I feel like I wouldn't be able to fully be there With a person that I'm supposed to Or newly with Yeah Because I'm thinking of where I was last year And where I was last year Because we're just reflective creatures Yeah that's true where Unless wa- somebody just really knocks your socks off oh, And absolutely. you forget what the other person even right. looked like Right and, actually, <laughs> and maybe that's what I'm thinking Is like the, yeah. You know Maybe who I've met is at, up until this point Hasn't quite done that And that's worth waiting for Absolutely Somebody who knocks your socks exactly. off Exactly And then I won't give a shit Right Right, right. Yeah you're, you're like you know, ex-husband who? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So I think, you know, our subject for the day is young, young love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you came up with this topic. I thought it would be kind of fun yeah. to talk about the embarrassing things that we've done in love because of love, uh-huh. <laughs> in spite of love. Okay. Okay. And um, I was, you know, it got me thinking of like my first, my first crush, my first kind of uh quote unquote girlfriend who was your first crush on uh this girl named nicole no shit (laughs) (laughs) excellent that's funny i was like i didn't really think about it until just now (laughs) that's funny yeah this girl named nicole um and it was in kindergarten through like good a good part through like a good portion through second of second grade oh so you liked her for a while i liked her for a while and i actually got my mom to get I told my mom, I'm like, can we, I need want to get something special for a girl. So they, my mom was, went to school, had to meet her mom and ask if it was okay if her son, myself, gave her something, you know, How a extra. So it was like <laughs> a little basket with something my mom put it together. That's very sweet. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I've asked my mom about it since, cause I vaguely remember it. So mm-hmm. I had to ask her for details and, um, she she said yeah like I, I guess our parents met they're like who what's going on here they like each other they're so young it's so cute it was yeah so our <laughs> parents met it was a whole thing <laughs> and then she was uh going back to my pattern of like military brats <laughs> she was a military brat interesting and they moved no strings yeah <laughs> they, yeah exactly right <laughs> clean getaway potential from a, from a very early age so you I don't knew. know I don't know if it was her that set the pattern or if the pattern was set before that. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know what it was, but she left, and ever since then, you know, a, I guess it's just kind of been a string of those. You like the ones who leave. The ones who leave, right? <laughs> and I remember she left, and it was kind of sad, and and then I until and then I had a girlfriend like in uh, a, whatever girlfriend, whatever young hand holding kind of style. It was hand holds. Yeah, really sweaty hands. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the planetarium in first grade. Aww. Her name was Jasmine. Aww. And uh, we we held hands. And then she went to a different junior high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, she ended up joining the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting pathology you have right. there. And I'm just like, what is going on? Oscar? <laughs> Looking back, let's deconstruct Oscar's dating history. Yeah, uh, if I was going to psychoanalyze you, I would say that it's a perpetuation of abandonment. That's what I would say if I was. It sounds like it, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But it was it. We we only dated for that one year, and then she yeah she went to junior high. Well, I guess that was abandonment at that point. She went to a different junior high, and then. Um, Middle school, I was super picked on and nothing. Yeah? Yeah, there was nothing. I had crushes. Another girl named Nicole. There's a, a string of Nicoles, I guess. <laughs> uh, so another girl named Nicole. And uh, I mean, she was hot, though. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. A girl named Jamie. I had a crush on this girl named Jamie. And then anyways, it was just crushes upon crushes. Yeah. A, jo- a Josephine. And it was, um, you know, it was it was. I was young. I mm-hmm. was young, junior high. All those kind of like puberty was starting. That what start kind up. of girls did you find yourself having crushes on? Just really pretty girls. <laughs> Just pretty. Just like I mean, like super out of my league. <laughs> I can because, especially then, the unattainable ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not. And it wasn't like it wasn't even like super white girls either. Mm-hmm. I think it, that didn't happen because Nicole was like half black. Hmm. Jasmine was uh, Hispanic. The other Nicole, I think, was Hispanic. Jamie and Josephine. Jamie was Hispanic. Josephine was Mexican. And then when did the my infatuation with white girls start? <laughs> it had to have been in high school. Yeah. And then I don't know, something happened there. You probably had one and never went back. You know, is that <laughs> how it works? Is that how it works? I thought it was the, once you go black, you never go back. You do. You do. <laughs> I did. With, with the white, you do too. No, I mean, I've, I've, you know, it's happened since uh, my last split. I've seen some Latino women and um, I just have this, I, I had these experiences where I'm just like, oh. Like I'll, I, I've, I've been finding myself attracted to them again. It's interesting how we tend yeah. to overcorrect. Like yeah. I've noticed that I've done that too. Like when I broke up with that real horrible guy who yeah. was like this, like, you know, big tattooed, like musician, like your typical kind of hot biker guy. Yeah. I got with a very, very preppy half black guy who was yeah. very quiet and Christian. Like I yeah. overcorrected hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and it, you totally do. So maybe I'm going the other way. I don't know. I, this and it's a completely it's a professional situation mm-hmm. this woman uh, came into my s- professional circle and she reminds me of a woman i was engaged to at one point hmm. she looks almost exactly like her hmm. and it freaks me out <laughs> you know and i'm just like and i see her around and i'm like i have to do double takes and i'm like this is so fucking weird. people that look like people you've been with can fuck you up it fucks like me if up you a see bit. them on the regular and i'm just like oh I have to do double takes because from behind, I mean, it's slightly different features in the face, mm-hmm. but uh, from behind, it's the exact same thing. And I'm like, geez. And then I start thinking about this ex fiance from years ago. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, what? Why? Are, what's going on here? Yeah. This is fucking me up in a different way. It's weird how sometimes people pop up in your head, like for seemingly no reason. You just find yourself like thinking about somebody like it's interesting uh-huh. how that happens. Like I've noticed my brain has like revisited certain people from time to time. And I'm like, why? thinking about that person like it's interesting like i've recently i was thinking about my middle school boyfriend and about how i think when we were like in our early 20s because we always stayed close ish just like you know friends after the whole fact and everything but he got together with this like really pretty girl and they got married and they had a baby and they've been together like ever since and i just like it's interesting i think it's interesting that people got the like 
some people like who get the prize early. Like it's uh-huh. interesting to like look at those people who like yeah. you know they've been with the same person forever and they're like still in love and like that kind of thing. Yeah. They've been with the same person forever and they're happy. That's like a clause yeah. you have to add because so I, many people are together and miserable. Right. No, I know I know a couple that met in junior high. They were a year younger than I am and they're married. They're yeah. both pharmacists now. Hmm. And Jason and Heather and they've it was weird because I remember they started date when they started dating. They had just met. They were just cute little kids. <laughs> and they they have been together. I mean, they're only 27, 20, I mean, 28, 29. Mm-hmm. And they've been together since they were maybe 11. <laughs> that's so cute. But that's crazy. So if you do the math, it's almost 20 years. That's adorable. And they're only 29. That's cool. That's really cool. I, I mean, it's cool. Like, I notice, I think that I think that's really cool because I'm something about me in my life. Like I tend to have a tendency that like my relationships tend to sour over time uh-huh. and I don't keep people for that long because yeah. things tend to get weird because of me, because of them or whatever. whatever. So like people that can like maintain a really long term relationship, I like respect the fuck out of. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, how do you do that? For sure. <laughs> for sure. You know, I, I, I would like to ask and I'm sure people ask them all the time. Yeah. 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 Like what's your secret? What is it? You yeah. Know? My aunt was married to her husband who died of lung cancer like last year, but they were were married for like 36 years or something like that okay and she said their secret was communication it's always that's always and, and it I, right? I totally believe that right. the secret is like you know whenever me and like my boyfriend aren't getting along or something like that's because we're not fucking communicating yeah. like that's always the issue is that yeah. you're not communicating no, that's, that's always it you started you started assuming you have expectations right like right that. or like you have a problem but you don't want to make waves so you're not saying anything so you're just silently hating them like you know yeah. what i mean yeah <laughs> I that it happened you know my um you know Mm-hmm. Really, really kind of it's still kind of nothing but positive positivity towards her and the best. Wish yeah. the best. I, you know, th- looking back and thinking back, you know, there was times where I wish I wish I would have said more and part partaken in the conversation more. Mm-hmm. But I did. I did have this kind of like anything I say is just going to it's just going to offend her. Just cause bullshit. Just going to cause bullshit. So I'd rather I would rather be, you know, would I rather be right or happy? Right. And you then can't I would. Both. Right. So but so I chose. I, what I, th- I chose what I thought was happy. Right. Right. But when in, in reality, I was not, uh, maybe I took it too far and I was just not interacting. Right. You know, because I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's cool. You know, that's great. You know, and I'd just sit there and listen and I'd just fully just listen. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't comment. Like you're not getting involved. Right. Like you've almost taken a step back because you don't trust the other person. Well, just because I didn't want to. I don't want to hurt their feelings or make it seem like I was coming. But you also didn't trust her to be able to hear you without right, starting the, a fight. Right. The, the issue was that I, my, my opinions were stated as facts where I'm like, well, they're self truths. Right. Right. This so is my truth. This, this is, is Oscar's truth. truth. Right. You might know, not be your truth, but it's if Oscar's I, truth. If I say it a certain way, right. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, you know, so I, there was, that, that was an issue, right? Yeah. Anyway. No, and it is, it gets to be a really big issue. Like I can, yeah. I can talk about it a little bit cause I know my boyfriend never listens to the podcast at all. Right so I can talk about us a little bit, yeah. but yeah, yeah, just like the communication thing, man. Like if you are having like communication breakdowns, things get fucked up. Uh-huh. Like, because it's, I think it's really, really hard because it's also hard to get back on the same page because of that, like the whole game theory thing with cooperation, like one person tries to cooperate and the other one doesn't. So then that person stops cooperating and then this person tries to cooperate but this person has previously not been cooperating so this person isn't ready to cooperate and it's like it's like this weird back and forth like testing Mm -hmm. of like where we're at and it's just tense and horrible and shitty the the thing is the second that starts 
it's you know it, if it doesn't get addressed immediately mm-hmm. it, it's not going to end well yeah but yeah. i've i have also learned recently that people have different capacities for communication and mm-hmm. like some people can't go at it for as long as it like i can fucking talk until i'm blue in the face about the relationship and my yeah. feelings and yeah. you know no 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 like and i've been with men who could talk all fucking night about the relationship yeah. and now i'm with somebody who can't handle a ton of talking mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like okay we got to figure out what's a need what's a want what has to be talked about what can mm-hmm. wait mm-hmm. what the warning signs are of communication breakdowns happening like that whole thing you know what i mean yeah and like temp- tempering your approach to the person like you know how you how you make your resume for the job you're applying for yeah you're like you temper your communication to the person you're communicating with right you know and not only that but you know this, uh, going along those lines and using that kind of analogy is that I, you might get offers for certain jobs, but they may not may not be the right fit. Right. So you have to wait for, for the one that is the right fit. Right. Right. And right. then the one that fits not only like are you getting an offer, but that you feel comfortable with. Right. So just because there's an offer on the table doesn't necessarily mean you have to take it at the same time. Right. So it, it, there's there's going to be plenty of people that maybe that might work, but they're just because they might work doesn't mean that they're the best option. Right. Yeah. We were just talking about that today about like the compatibility thing and about like online dating and stuff like that and about how now it seems like because we have all of these people at our disposal, our compatibility rates with the people that we end up with, I think are going to be so much higher just because. Yeah. Because like, if you think about it, like when you're like in your early twenties or something like that, like who are you going to fuck and like maybe date like people that you're in your social circle, uh-huh. maybe like maybe there's a cute, yeah. a couple of cute chicks that come around and party and like, you know, maybe somebody at work, but that's going to be a huge mess. No, that and, was like, for like our age group though. Yeah. Right. But for like kids nowadays is different for sure. Yeah. And it like, it brings, like I was thinking about that, like, cause like me, like, you know, like every normal couple having problems, but like like me and my boyfriend are super compatible and I think it's because like we met online and uh-huh. like it was like I'm not sure I don't but I also don't think that we would have met any other way like I don't think yeah. our lives ever would have intersected yeah and so I think the online thing is really going to let people meet people who are more compatible with them that you wouldn't have met otherwise I mean I I'd like to think that I I have this just this feeling that I, I I'm on there and I'm on there to have a good time but I'm not I'm not completely convinced that I'm going to find the love of my life on there. I just don't, I just don't believe it. Yeah, no. And that's fair. Yeah. That's, that's definitely fair. <laughs> Is it? I mean, yeah. it's just like, I just feel like I'm like, cool. I'm on here to have fun, but and it's the, I'm not. And you know what? If I meet somebody on there it, and it works and it works and it's great. Mm-hmm. Cool. I am not on there thinking I'm here trying to meet the love of my life. And that's a good, that's right. a good thing. I feel like if I'm going to meet the love of my life, quote unquote, mm-hmm. I'm going to meet that person face to face. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was having a conversation with a friend uh, thinking about uh, all the, the big, the big ones, like the big ones that have really kind of impacted me and I've been with and just kind of rocked my world. John Q. Sextile. High fidelity. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> top yeah. five. Yeah. The top five. <laughs> right. The top. Yeah. <laughs> they, I met those, I remember, I met those all in person and I remember the exact moment I met every single one of them. Hmm. And I remember not feeling like, why does this person seem so familiar? Yeah. And just being like, and looking at them and being like, like, who, like, who are you? Like something about them immediately just caught me off guard. And I was like, what the fuck? Right. And I've never felt that 
with online dating because I feel like if there's an arrow of person you can just really see. I, I like watching people interact with others. I like watching people in their natural habitat, mm-hmm. their mannerisms, how they carry themselves, how they walk. Yeah, yeah. And typically when I see somebody and they're almost aloof and I just they catch my attention and I'm like, huh. And then it, it's, n- it's not even like I know that I'm in love with them or anything from the get-go. It's complete and utter like baffledness you want to be captivated i'm absolutely baffled yeah by who this person like 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 what like hmm yeah yeah just intrigued you want somebody to like captivate you and knock you on your ass and you're not gonna get that in something that's organized right but like the way that you were saying you felt when you met like the top five people like you had known them before and stuff i fucking felt that way when i met my boyfriend like i felt like i had known him for like a long like it was just this like weird comfort yeah, like yeah, I don't exactly have to do anything with right. this person that, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Because it seems like everything's understood. Yeah, and it was that way for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, and you just you you meet them and they they knock they don't quite knock the air out of you, but you're just kind of completely just in a weird way, not like romantically, just enamored, just you can't infatuated infatuated yeah. in a weird non almost non-romantic way at first for me you like i think that you like the crushy chasey part and you don't get the like crushing chasing longing with someone online because it's all very structured and you don't mm. get to admire someone from a distance you know It'd what i like, mean it's like yeah, all right we all know what we're here for let's get to date three right i don't <laughs> yeah i i, got, I want to get to know there, there's something about seeing a person yeah inter- it's a lot more romantic interact with the world yep yeah, no, right. it's a lot more romantic to fall in love with somebody watching them. Like when, you know, if you ever go on a date with somebody and they're bad to the waiter. Yep. You're just like, nope. But you can, but you know what I mean? Like also, like when I was first talking to my boyfriend online and stuff like that, we talked online for like a day before we exchanged phone numbers and met. There was no long drawn out online mm-hmm. correspondence. Mm-hmm. So I got to see how he was with other people pretty quick. Like yeah. we went and played pool like a couple days later and I was able to like, you know, observe if he was nice to the waitress or, you know, if he blatantly yeah. looked at her ass or, right. you know what I mean? Right. Cause yeah, you can't get to know someone online, but I've never really gotten to know anyone online. Right. So you, but you got exactly, you, you I initiated found him online and then I brought him out in public. And you're Right, and then you, you got to see him there. And right, watch him. And yeah. that's 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 important. That's yeah. good seeing you did that. Yeah, but you know what? You know, thinking back to young love, it a lot of it was just yeah. The, all I had was just face to face interactions. Yeah, yeah, you have and, less options, and it'd just be like people in school and in the world, and be like, "Ooh, who are you?" and stuff like that. Do yeah. you remember your first kiss? Yeah, it was the worst. Oh God, it was so bad. It was a yeah. guy with a guy named Philip Crowley that I met at summer camp, and he had a twin brother who was jealous that I was with him, so he tortured us and oh. like chased us around, making fun of us all summer. And so we would have to like sneak Wait, away. His twin and try brother was jealous. Yes, his twin brother was jealous. Oh. His, I even remember his twin brother's name was Kenneth. <laughs> I have pretty decent memory, mm. but yeah, this this all unfolded at summer camp. But Philip was a really bad kisser, real bad. <laughs> oh. My first kiss was awful. <laughs> Yeah? <laughs> it was gross. Um, how old are you? I was 11. 11? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, pretty sexual at an early age. Were you? Yeah, six years old. Interesting. You've told me this before. I've told you this before. I, yeah, yeah. You six have years old, I was like, I kissed a girl and we kissed with tongue. You told me that. Yeah. You were a little freak. <laughs> and uh, it was a, a family, uh, family friend's daughter that mm-hmm. was my age. And they'd be like, oh, go, you guys go play. You're the same age. And then we'd like 
uh, go play know. doctor and shit yeah <laughs> yeah just wrestle tongue wrestling <laughs> and it was I, I remember it vividly and being like not thinking that it was too young or anything at the time but just i don't know where i learned it i just kind of it was innate yeah something it was, about it, it. was it was the don juan gene <laughs> Is that, is that what it was? <laughs> i don't know what it was i honestly don't know what it was but it was a very strange Strange thinking back, being like, whoa, my kids are that age. Well, uh, if you think about it, it's, um, what do you call it? Instinct. It's instinctual. Oh, like, I think it before all your brain even knows, like your body knows, like, oh, okay, this is a female person and our parts are different and we fit good together. And, and you I, don't, know, it's I, like don't, I don't, yeah, I don't ever not remember knowing what like sex was. Right. Like, I, I, I do you ever remember not knowing what it was? Um, I remember pretending to not know. They're not knowing what sex, no. No, I think I always knew what sex was. <laughs> I think so. My my dad was also pretty awful about like leaving Playboys around the house and shit uh, like that. So I saw pornography really young. Okay. So. You got to see all that. Oh yeah, yeah, all of it. Like eighties bush in a field next to a horse. Like well, I was well, like, well, is this what our, it's? Our porn was in print. Yes, yes, yeah, it was. These it was were print. magazines. They were in, in print. the bathroom. Yeah, or VHS <laughs> tapes. Yep. I never got to see those. Oh maybe god. A, maybe a boob on like scrambled television. Yes, yes, Skinamax. Skinamax, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but that those talk about first loves. <laughs> no, but it, it yeah, it, it was a lot of just kind of imagination. Uh-huh. Really trying to figure out like who is this person? Yeah. Okay, so I have a weird one. So when I was a kid, I would develop a crush on cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. Like um do you remember that show Tailspin? Why does that ring a bell? It was like based on the ducks. There was like Darkwing Duck and there was like, but there was a character and his name was Launchpad and he was like a pilot and he was like this like big muscular duck who like wore glasses and like always saved the day. And I had a crush on this cartoon duck because I think he like represented everything that men were supposed to be like he was strong and take charge and he flew a plane and he always saved the day. But like that was like the first crush I ever remember having was on a cartoon duck. duck. (laughs) No wonder I'm all fucked up. No, no. I just maybe just find yourself a duck, girl. I love ducks. Not in that way. Not in that way. (laughs) They're my friends. I make my boyfriend wear a duck mask when he rails me. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be interesting. I'm going to start me and him and have some conversations about like costumes. <laughs> like, if you're into furry stuff, for sure. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, not. No. I'm not. The, you know, I'm mildly kinky, not extremely. Yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, I've been thinking more and more. I'm like, I want to get involved in some like weird shit before I get into my next relationship. Yeah, dude, do it. Yeah, like but yeah, I, go to like some orgy parties. But like, I don't know how to get connected with that shit. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm people who know people I'm who people have who orgies. Right, right. <laughs> well, just, you know, just the idea of being like, oh, okay, just to like test it out. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I've heard, I've heard, I know a lot of people who maybe are, who've talked about it, but I'm like, I don't know how to kind of approach it. You're like a person I feel comfortable, oddly enough, talking about this stuff That's with. That's because we've, we've had a whole episode where all we talked about was orgasms. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're pretty. Yeah. We're uncensored with each other. We've we've, we've crossed the line, <laughs> right? So that's the yeah, that's the thing. So I'm kind of like in a place where like, you know, threesomes are sound really really like fun. Yeah, they are. You know, whether <laughs> it's like two guys and a girl. I've never done that. I no. never got that one. I I always kind of wanted to, but I never never set it up. Yeah, I have a friend. She was telling we were we had taken a road trip recently, and she we were talking. We just the long road trip conversations about different things relationships and stuff 
and she was telling me how like how hot it how she would love the idea i i there's theories that guys uh who have threesomes with one other guy and a girl are essentially having sex with each other through the girl mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so uh, and she was like oh my god that's so hot she's like i want to do that so she's into the idea of guys fucking each other uh, fucking each other yeah, yeah. i thought but like fucking each other but like being like the the The, conduit the vessel for the love (laughs) yeah and i was like that's i'm like that's kind of cool man for me it would just be about the attention i just want two dudes fucking obsessed with me for a minute oh yeah (laughs) that's what that's all it would be for me i just want everybody into me (laughs) just be like yeah i am the center of the universe (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it'd be it'd be great you know that that kind of stuff um, I, I don't know, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of different things. Out Would there. you do like the full orgy? Uh, sure. I mean, really? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, I've heard about like swingers parties and stuff like that. And I like know people who have gone to them and have had like wild group sex. I've never done that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, the most I've but ever just done like is a, two er, at a time. But everyone's just doing everyone. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's just like, but I've also heard like horror stories oh, about really? like how like, yeah, one of our, a mutual friend of ours that was going to like swinger parties and stuff like that was telling me this one story about how she was at one swinger party and there was this girl who was just drunk, drunk, drunk oh. and just like letting everybody do everything to her and like telling them not to worry about what fucking condoms and like just like oh, really man. degrading herself. And like, I, th- I think that's probably fairly common. But do you think she was just wasted or was she into? it probably both okay probably both well i mean she's into it then that's what she's into but think about how like i don't know if you've ever had that like random sex shame the next day where you like fucked somebody totally random and you don't really remember much about it but you know you did something revolting and like the next day that shame is like suicide inducing shame i don't know i mean i've had one night stands i guess i don't think it's as bad for the guy because you don't let anybody into your body right like women like when i've like fucked strangers i have felt like suicidally ashamed the next oh, day. Oh, sure. There was, I mean, I'm sure there's, there's been situations. This one girl, we went home f- f- from FX and um, I got whiskey dick. So it was just kind of, they, they didn't go very far. <laughs> I mean, it went for a little while, but then it, it didn't. Anticlimactic. And then it didn't. And it was a funny, that was a funny situation. We're, we're still friends on social media. She doesn't live here anymore. Anyway. Uh, and then... Uh, Oh, there was one random girl where she just kind of she pulled me into an alley. We're at a house party in the backyard, and there was an alley in the back, and then she just started kind of blowing me. Yeah. And then we just started going at it. Mm-hmm. And then once we wrapped up, like she just goes back in, and then I'm like, I was like, oh, okay, that was that was quick, and we kept partying. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And it was fairly on early on in the night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it was completely, you know, and I never. I mean, I remember who it was, mm-hmm. and I've seen her around. Yeah, but I don't know how you know if she even remembers. I don't know what what happened. Yeah, right? Because I was like, oh, okay. That was just like a weird little vortex you fell into for yeah. a minute, head she, in the alley, and pulled, then back to normal. She pulled me out, <laughs> and then and then left me there with my pants <laughs> down, literally. And then I'm just like. Like, what the fuck just happened? You know? <laughs> just wondering, like, was that the peak? Was that the greatest moment you'll ever have? Right. No, like, no. <laughs> definitely wasn't. Definitely wasn't. But I was definitely just like, that was a very strange situation. Just, huh. Like, what what just happened? You know, yeah. I felt very used. Very used. I mean, like, hmm. 
I've, I've never known a guy to have a problem with being used for sex. No, I guess that's not true. I don't. I don't know, but I, I definitely. I was. I, there was no communication, so I was very just more than anything, just being like, "Huh?" Grateful <laughs> that she wasn't talking. <laughs> I don't know. I I just didn't know what to. I, I was left speechless. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. that's you know, that's like the kind of like divine gift that doesn't fall upon many. Yeah. Like you know, just you know, random head in an alley, and then like no consequences, no follow up, no nothing, just head and done. Uh huh. It's you know, it's a blessing. It was, yeah. <laughs> It was a blessing. Be grateful, Oscar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, and I was like 19 years old. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> Getting the wiggles out. Getting the wiggles out. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Uh, talk about young love. <laughs> no. We're kind of all over the place with this one. No, yeah. No, we, we really are. Oh, it's just like it's it, when, when I was young, I remember really falling hard for a lot of like not a lot of girls but like the girls i did fall for like i would fall super super hard i would too you know very and then then be absolutely crushed and it was rough yeah being like that young i couldn't manage the emotions like i was really not like i would spend a lot of time just like laying down in my room listening to sad music just like i like i already had so many emotions as a teenager yeah like i couldn't handle like the stress of a relationship on top of that yeah like it or like the stress of like even liking somebody was like stressful for me it was weird because it's like uncertainty comes with that and suddenly you start wondering about how somebody's valuing you and stuff like that and i think that's where i am right now are you kidding me oh god i'm i noticed that i still deal with that in relationships like you know being in a relationship is very stressful i think probably partially because of like ptsd from bad past relationships but also because of like abandonment issues and stuff like that like i actually have a hard time settling into the relationship and feeling safe because i'm always waiting for something to go wrong yeah and so i've noticed that that's that's been a difficult one for me to manage like in the last like year or so like Uh it's it's been tough thinking about like you know okay this isn't supposed to be a stressful experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like being with somebody is just supposed to be like, you know, I mean, there's stress that comes with it. Yeah. But the, the general experience isn't necessarily supposed to be one that creates stress. And I mm-hmm. get a lot of stress from it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was absolutely, I mean, absolutely consuming and overwhelming mm-hmm. young love. Mm-hmm. And um, there's times where I miss it. And I'm like, oh man, I wish I could feel that way. Oh, no, you don't. Like, no, I know, I know. <laughs> so, like, it, then I remember, I'm like, you know what? Like, it was too much. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely draining. The fallout was just crazy. Yeah. And it, although, like, I, I, what I miss is, like, feeling that deeply and passionately just un, uh, unapolog- not a, unapologetically, but just, like, just uh, recklessly. Unabashedly. Yeah. Or just <laughs> that, that recklessly, that yeah. reckless with my heart. Yeah. And just being just like, you know what? <sighs> fucking all the way with it. Yeah. Like there was something to it, but yeah. fuck that shit, dude. No, like no thank you. And, and I'm sure that when, when, if, and when something like that comes along, I will feel like pretty close to that, mm-hmm. but it won't be the same just because of just experience in life. Right. Right. And I'm just like, you know what? Like I will feel like this and I'm going to, I'm going to let it. It's a long and slow ride versus just kind of all at once a fra- right. instead of the fast burn. Right. S- steady. Slow and steady. Right. Right. And, and that is better. Yeah. And it is a lot better. The fact, cause I mean the fast burn, it's like, you know, it's over quick. It's and it's fun, but it, it is. is over quick, and it, it it and it creates a lot of fucking chaos. Though. I'm too old 
for the fast burn I'm too old these for this days. Shit. I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm not into young love anymore. I just want to be secure. Uh, <laughs> I turned 30 in August. I'm almost there. Nice. Yeah, well, I'm almost there. I'll be 35. So. How does that feel? When Fucking is it? awful. When is it? September 12th. September 12th. Yeah. No, it's actually pretty good. You know, I mean, I'm going to be like in grad school and stuff like that you're by the time. Oh, yeah, you're starting grad school. Yeah, I'm starting in August. So I think that'll feel pretty good to be 35 and be in a relationship and working on my master's degree and I have a place that I like and I'm fucking sober and like you know yeah. what I mean like 35 doesn't seem too bad I heard 35 was a good year to me it sounds like a great year and somebody told me he's like uh he said and a woman said this to me as well like at 35 like between 35 and 40 they felt like just like they're just complete peak they were like most in their element yeah I've, I've started to come into my element this year and really start to like you know be proud of who I am and stuff like that despite the insanity that runs around in my head all day long I do yeah. generally kind of like myself as a human yeah but I, and I I hope that just I feel like it's gonna keep getting richer mm-hmm. like the older I get and the more mature I get and the more reflective I get like I think yeah. I have yeah. I have a lot of ability to reflect that I didn't used to have uh-huh. like now I feel like when something's going wrong and stuff like that I know how to actually like step back and like reflect upon it and what's going on and yeah. not just bulldoze everything in my path <laughs> and that's a good way to put it just bulldozing the shit out of everything yeah and yeah I d- definitely would do that you know mm-hmm. and uh, you know and that's the thing that comes with youth yeah I was having a communication with my uh, sponsee on uh, on uh, social media and he's talking about how oh, I really miss being in my early 20s it was so much fun it was so great <laughs> And I'm like, you couldn't give – there's no amount of money you could give me that could make me want to go back to that time. My early 20s was a fucking yeah, nightmare. Yeah, and he said, you know, he's like, you know, but I was ignorant and happy. I said, yeah, me, <laughs> me too, but I was a fucking nightmare. Oh God. I was a nightmare, and, uh, like, I'm – and uh, he says, at least I had hope. I'm like, well, you're looking at it through a, a specific lens. Right. And, I, and like, uh, I'm the worst sponsor because I just antagonize you until – until you get to admit that you're like, I'm just sitting in the past. Right. And then moping. Yeah. Ro- romanticizing what's already happened because you're scared to make moves. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So when in reality, I'm like, you know what? Like, this is the best time of my life right now. Yeah. And it's the best time of my life, honestly, because I've experienced everything I've experienced. But I've al- I'm also getting in like in the best shape I've been in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm also professionally in a great place yeah intellectually in a great place mm-hmm. um economically and financially in a great place got a killer podcast yeah <laughs> yeah a few you know <laughs> and i'm just and uh, i'm genuinely happy and working on myself mm-hmm. that's a good place to be in and like it's like and i'm about to hit 30 and how many people can say i got to 30 and was absolutely 100 percent happy with who i was that's great not and and not caught up in somebody else see that's really amazing if i get to if i get through the end of august my birthday is mid-august if i get through the end of august and i get to say like i got to 30 in that place i got to start that decade in that place emotionally Mm -hmm. i i feel like i've succeeded in getting into my 30s that's good you know yeah like a good start like a running start right right yeah. exactly and i yeah. feel like that's that's a good way to go about it i mean I don't, yeah i don't think it's there's and uh with with my fucking luck this summer is gonna be i'm gonna find somebody <laughs> like always but 
you know, I'm going to stay away from Santa Fe. That's for sure. I end up bringing girls back from there <laughs> or I, girlfriends. You know. That's so, funny. My boyfriend's from Santa Fe. Yeah. So I'm just like, mm, I don't know what it is. <laughs> they I bring them back with me. You like them crunchy chicks crunchy. with culture. <laughs> They're all white girls. And none of them are from there. Culture my ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> nobody is n- hardly anyone from Santa Fe is actually lives in that the part of Santa Fe that anyone hangs out in. That's fair. Right? Like yeah. the... the um, Like the downtowny area. downtown area. Yeah. yeah. They all I, hang out like over on Cedillos and like the south side. I really don't like Santa Fe. Like I'm not a big fan I'm of it. Like my boyfriend's family lives up there and like so we just drove up there like last week and like picked up a bunch of motorcycles and shit like that and his dad lives up there and stuff like that. So we'll like go up there. But yeah. we don't we don't like hang out It's up one of my much. favorite places in during monsoon season. Really? I have really good... In a, you know, I have good memories with an ex there mm-hmm. during monsoon season. Mm-hmm. And it was... The smell, the sounds. It was just a beautiful, beautiful time. Hmm. Something about that that summer in Santa Fe was fucking great. That's awesome. But s- n- since then, I'm like, mm, I'm good. That's. I think it's really cool that you're able to like hang on to those good times and like think like I've noticed. I don't really do that. Like once yeah. once it's over with somebody, I don't think about the good times that we had anymore. It's I'm almost like I had to cut them off. And this woman and I ended up very badly. Like really, we did, this relationship ended badly. And it was um, maybe Halda's Addy uh, seven years ago now. Okay. So that was over seven years ago. Okay. And almost exactly seven years ago, actually, Hmm. that we were kind of experiencing all of this and um, that we were together and there was the monsoon season and everything was going great. It's not her that I remember. I mean, I remember her because she was there. Mm Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> kind right, of a little consequence. Right. But it was and I was in Santa Fe because of her. Yeah. But it was Santa F- something about Santa Fe that summer. Hmm, just, just the feeling you got was something fucking great to me. Yeah. I got I experienced the mat, the matador for the first time. What's the matador? It's like a tiny little bar. OK. Like that's down in the basement somewhere in downtown Santa Fe. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Is it underneath um, Vangelo's? Yeah, I've played there. It's called yeah. the Underground now. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I've played the a couple shows there. And it's a cool place, but you know what? I was. Um, they got bad sound in that joint. Yeah. It was Whew, a, it's sounds a t- bad. Tiny little place. Yeah. Right? Sucks to play in a band there. Yeah, <laughs> and it was. Uh, but uh, I mean, walking, walking downtown because she lived in that area. So yeah. we Walk downtown, and the smell and how fresh it was in the evening, just kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Something. It, it, it was Santa Fe, in the rain. During during the summer hmm. is something special. Yeah. Right. So yeah, she was there. I was there because of her, but not really about her. It wasn't about her. Not a memory about her. No, hmm. no, no. Anyway, that's you know, and that's another thing. There's like there's things about young, yeah. There's experiences when I was young that like I I've ex- I so there's some relationships that I got to experience some really neat stuff. Yeah, you know, right? I I think I had like some really beautiful things happen, like short isolated experiences with like certain people and stuff like that, like really beautiful moments and stuff like that. But I can, you know, I can I can remember the moment, but not necessarily let the person I was with be the focal point of that memory. Right, it's not really about them, it's about what happened to you. Right. It yeah. it was like this kind of like um I don't know, an epiphany or I don't know. It just something just felt like, oh, like this just makes sense. This feels so good. That's interesting. I've ha- I have this, I have a feeling like that, that I get from time to time, like yeah. an interesting, like it's like 
it's this weird fleeting feeling of rightness yeah and i'll get it at certain times it's always when i'm looking at something dark like which is which is really weird but like if i'm looking at like something that's a dark color or something like that i'll get it but it's like it's just this strange feeling of like I almost think it's like a deja vu feeling and like I really believe that like this world is like a simulation and stuff. And so uh, I really uh, tend to think that when I have that feeling, yeah. it's because I'm connecting with the other parallel universes in which I exist at the same time. And somehow all of me are one for a minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it all comes back to like that one consciousness that I actually am that just happens to be scattered throughout infinity. Have you watched Westworld? Yeah, I have actually. I didn't like it that much. Have you watched it all the way through? Um, we watched the whole first. I think my boyfriend like pressured me to watch it and like really wanted me to watch it with him. So I had a little bit of contempt prior to investigation. Season, season, <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, yeah, the show's great. Whatever. It's okay. You know, it ends kind of interestingly. Season one does. Season two starts off a little slow, but it gets really fucking good. Yeah, we haven't. We I think we watched the first episode of season two, but we haven't watched the last couple. And this is all season one. So these, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it, the spoilers, right? But you know how they, they're like, I, I remember. Like they talk about how they remember their past lives. Yeah. I think I'm like, that's deja vu. Yeah. And then I, then I started freaking out. I'm like, what if we're robots? Yeah. <laughs> Remembering our past fucking lives. Yeah, this no. This is all just like I'm I, living the same cycle over and over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, no, I totally think that it's a simulation. And I don't necessarily <laughs> think that there are past lives because I don't really think there's a past. I think everything happens at the same time. And so I think everything okay. is happening simultaneously all at once. And so I think those like deja vu feelings and just the weird feelings and stuff are like glimpses into how much more there is to our reality than we're even capable of perceiving. Watch season two. <laughs> the, so the episode eight of season two just came out last night and it was by far my favorite episode so far. Okay. I'll try to ju- I'll jump back on it. And it was completely, almost completely in like, um, I don't know. It might've been Dine. It might've been, uh, it's some somewhat indigenous language. Okay. Um, but it, it was. Uh, Aboriginal? No, 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 no. It was, uh, it was definitely because they were Native Americans. Oh, you said Diné. I thought you said DNA. No. I was like, okay, where's he going Diné, with this? Just Diné, follow. Like Navajo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Diné. I was like, DNA. It was all in DNA. No, 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 no. <laughs> so there's that. So it makes me feel like. Um, Interesting. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, just watch it. Anyway, mm. um, Young Love. Rep- recommendations for folks out there who are young and maybe in love. Hang on to your head and your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for a crazy fucking ride. <laughs> right. But enjoy it. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Learn from it. Right. And if you do, um, good fucking luck. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that should be like our tagline for everything. Good fucking luck. It's rough out there. Good luck, fucker. Good luck, fucker. <laughs> and it's it's true, though. It's true. No, it is. It's totally true. It's great, though. I, I wouldn't, Despite not wanting to relive it, I wouldn't take any experience I had as a young person in love back well, it all it's influences who, who you become. Yeah, exactly. I, I it's all part of the puzzle that is you. Yeah. So, it, you know, uh, it deepens you. I wouldn't be who I am today if I hadn't loved and lost, mm-hmm. you know, as much as I have. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, I, w- I yeah. wouldn't be who I am today without some of my my horrifying experiences. Yeah, some were deeper than others, but, right. you know, they, they, every wound heals. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, well and it, and it does. We become this like amazing collection and like when we do have these like scars and stuff like that, like we can use those to like help other people. Like when we have mm-hmm. like fucked up experiences that we've been through. Yeah. Like that, you yeah. know, we can channel that shit into help. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I think with that we'll wrap up. Sounds good. Um if you're listening to this, make sure to subscribe, rate, share. Uh Dops on Instagram, 
Dops Podcast on Twitter and then Dating Another Past of Suicide on Facebook. Uh, are you, you're not on any social media now? Nothing. Okay. Nope. If you want to talk to me, you're going to have to get my number from someone. All right. <laughs> and then go to uh, become a member of the Patreon at uh, com. You can find all the podcast stuff on there. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon and just get a ton of info. So we love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.